Hi, I'm Keisha Bisram. And I'm Hanji Chow. And you're listening to the Every Shade Podcast. Season two. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Nice to see you again. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, the you. Ooh, what are you eating? Oh, I'm eating a very late breakfast. <laughs> it's just <laughs> hey, uh, yogurt and bananas and walnuts and blueberries. Um, oh, like, delicious, but very healthy. My my protein, because like I feel like I'm not eating enough protein. Uh huh. And it's weird. Like I've been trying to eat healthier these days to like lose some weight, but mm-hmm. because I wasn't eating enough protein, I felt like I was gaining weight. Right. I felt weird. So I don't know. I was like, I need to eat more protein heavy foods, hence the yoga. Mm. But yeah. Anyways, um. I just need to jump right in and talk about In the Heights. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yes, <laughs> isn't it so fucking I like I'm amazing. dying to talk about this. <laughs> I actually watched it yesterday morning. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going to watch uh, The Mirror Two Faces this morning, but ended up watching it with my sister, which is also a good movie that I want to talk about. Yeah. I feel like we watched two really good movies back then. Really, they were both really good New York movies. Yeah, surprisingly, like I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I feel like all New York movies are really good, but I, I feel like we're maybe biased on that. I they know. are. <laughs> well, I, I would say the ones in the '90s were really good. The reason why In the mm. Heights was so specifically spectacular is because I think it's been a long time since I've seen a film that was so relatable as mm-hmm. like a New Yorker whereas like the 90s films of like New York were you know they're romantic so it's like there's a little bit more fluff it was more about the people mm. um more so than being a New Yorker mm-hmm. where I felt like in the heights it was just it, it was, was very mind-blowing very like as yeah. soon as it started I was just like I know right like, Isn't it funny? I'm, like, I'm in love yeah. with <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, yeah. it was like, like the first couple of minutes, and I was like, oh my god, this is I I was like, I don't know whether it's because it's making me miss New York so much, mm-hmm. or I don't know what it was, but I was like, I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah, I think well, one thing I do have to say about it is I mean, I love I loved all the very minor New York references yeah I love, like things like when they mentioned the nine train i'm like wow yeah. i was like i was like wait so, the nine train <laughs> yeah like that's amazing that they actually that was like that's before my time so i don't know about the nine train. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that was before my time too but i i know like when i was going into the city in college like a lot of uh, a lot of places like on the in the subway system or like any sort of like you know when you see building information like which train to take mm. like, at FIT, like they had that where um, they had like information of which train to take. And like, you always see like a black dot as if something's been blacked out. And it was oh, really? really? Yeah. Oh, I never but noticed I, I that. I never took it, but like, I was aware that like, it was just recently. like There was something, right. That it was Oh, like yeah. Like little bits like this. I was <laughs> like, oh God, I fucking yeah. love New York. <laughs> also like, 
Oh my God, there's so many things to say about it. I feel like this movie needs no introduction either because we all know what it no. is. You know? I mean, and like, even the bodega, the, the bodega was yeah. like so fucking accurate. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, one thing that really, really impressed impressed me, like, was um, uh, the usage of of everything for the music and just the background. Like even in the beginning when he was um. Uh, the, the the manhole the, the the manhole cover. Oh yes. They use that as part of the music, like yeah. like all those little details. Like they they didn't yeah. they didn't miss anything. They used they utilized mm. every bit of like mm. you know the bodegas and the streets and the and the buildings. Everything. It was like mm. New York was like a character in this film, mm-hmm. like the Heights specifically. You yeah. Know, yeah. I loved like yeah the bodegas, the nail salons, like each character like how they fit into this whole world and how real it was and relevant for musical and also like the cinematography was pretty impressive I feel like musicals can be kind of tough with that right it was yeah it was oh my god it was gorgeous and just I I don't like so after watching it and uh after watching I kind of went back and like listened to the to the um cast recording the Broadway the um the Broadway cast recording and um oh my god it was like it was really it was pretty much exactly it was like pretty much exactly the same it was it was amazing um yeah the music was gorgeous yeah i imagine i wonder it must have been so um uh so thrilling and refreshing for the cast to be able to perform these roles and the numbers because for me like watching it and I think for anyone who's either lived in New York for a specific amount of time or grew up in New York or knows New York very well culturally and geographically and all of that and historically it it really resonates like deep within your heart of like what the city really is Mm -hmm. and like the the type the the types of communities that live in the city and how Mm -hmm how real they are and how much they really provide to the essence of New York. Because, you know, they, they mentioned like people who are rich and hipsters that take over these <laughs> spots in like New York. And it's like, you know, I mean, I know like gentrification, like we could be part of it too, because mm. that's a whole subject on itself, mm. but it does strip away from, I don't, maybe, maybe stripping away is not even the word. I don't really want to go in that direction, but I think people don't, don't recognize like what New York really is. You know, like I, so recently um, my, one of my girlfriends, Sarah, she's from Ohio. She lived in New York for, for a number of years. And like, she's lived in various places in New York and worked at many jobs. And she left for Ohio, Ohio again, because she's pregnant. She's about to give birth soon. And I grew up in Staten Island. And even though it's not really, New York, New York, of New Yorkers, you know, like, it's like very, very, very non New Wait, what's Staten Island? Yeah, I, you know, like I, I went to the, you know, I went to school in the city, I went to college in the city, and I, I worked many jobs, and I've lived in many neighborhoods, and yeah. my, um, a good friend of mine grew up in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and she's the same way, like, she went to school in the city, she went to, you know, she had jobs in the city, lived in the city, whatever, um, and before she left, we told her, we were like, why don't you come out to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn and just see what it's like because Bay Ridge is a very 
old generational um, neighborhood. And that's like a part of New York that like mm. a lot of people don't see. Like when people see, think of Brooklyn, they think of like Williamsburg, you know, and it's like Williamsburg has been wiped out of everything. It's yeah. Like, it's not Brooklyn. Yeah. You no. know, and you know, she said yes to it and she appreciated it because she just saw a different side to like Brooklyn, for example. And I just feel like, and also like, you know, it's a very like authentic piece of, of, of the neighborhood. And I feel like, you know, in the Heights, like watching it, I mean, it's a completely different place, but like, yeah, it's just like, I, I feel like sometimes I'll meet people who like either just moved to New York or they live in New York, but they only live in like, you mm-hmm. know, high gentrified areas and they don't explore outside of that area, which is fine. If you live there, it's not a problem, but like they don't explore outside of it. And it's yeah. like, you're missing the essence yeah. of New York. <laughs> like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. you know, because, you know. No, no, for sure. Yeah. No, for, for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. And like the Heights kind of is like, in, in the Heights kind of like, cap- well, I, I feel like it really does capture the essence of, of that a lot. Yeah. I, when I was watching it, I was getting really frustrated. Oh, sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting really frustrated at Usnavi for him leaving New York and go, like leaving, quote, quote, leaving New York yeah. and back to the DR and like, because that's how the movie started. And the whole time I'm like, why did he, why is he moving? <laughs> Why'd like, you leave? This isn't like, I was getting kind of frustrated with him as the movie went on and I was starting to dislike uh-huh. him because of that oh really okay leaving like why the hell are you leaving like this is so stupid like this is i I mean i like i'm frustrated and in the end he ends up not leaving (laughs) yeah yeah, right but that whole fantasy of of him being on this like tropical island you know how how the whole movie sets uh starts off with being on this on this tropical beach i was like okay i mean i could see why he left um because I I feel like people, I mean, you grew you grew up New York in New York. I mean, um, but if you were to say to me one day you just wanted to up and leave and go to a tropical island, like I'd be like, I get it because you've grown up in New York and you're kind of like kind of done with that and you just want to you know live on a tropical beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, like in that respect, I guess yeah, I I I I can see why he would want to leave, and also he wants to like have this bar that um that like like his dad had, but um but yeah, it does it it does take in the whole movie to realize that that's not what he actually wants to do. Um, <laughs> because I mean, I'm not I'm not bashing him for in the beginning mm. when he said that I, it didn't really phase me. I'm like okay, like maybe he was just yeah. a chapter in his life like that happens but I guess as the movie progressed I was like I feel like he's just trying to escape who he is and that's what mm. me. I'm like dude like yeah I can see what you mean by that yeah yeah know? and like yeah. to leave someplace because you're moving on to like a different chapter in your life or progressing in something else mm. career or life or I don't know what it is that you know people have reasons to leave their mm. hometown but I think for his character, I, yeah, I felt like he was like uh, escaping from who he truly, truly was. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. And I like see I that. the fact that he was able to embrace who he was and like where he came from or where his family came from and mm. to develop that and progress it even further. Mm. It was such a good, I don't know, it was such a good ending in that respect because I feel like it happens to a lot of, I feel like it happens to a lot of minorities, especially like 
people who are third, fourth, fifth generation of whatever descent that they are, if they're, they're Dominican or Puerto Rican or mm. anything really, um, it's like, there's this weird separation of like, yeah, you're not really from there. You're from where you grew up in that neighborhood of a certain city. Yeah. And it's like, there is a sort of like loss of identity, mm. but also there is identity there. Cause I think there's like this whole idea of like this whole like black and white image that we should, I guess, accept and like be able to like find that. But I don't know. I feel like there was like a sense of like lostness, but they all had it. Like throughout the whole book, mm. you know, they're all like, oh, this is like who we are. And like, we had essence. Like there is that, that one number after the blackout when they're outside and um, they, they were all performing, even though they were like hot and sweaty and like yeah. happened and it's like the next day. And the ladies were saying like where they're really from. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like, you know, I have a bit of this in me, a bit of that, but I'm from Queens. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like yeah. you are all yeah. of that. Like there is no need for for you to like find yourself and have a very specific idea or specific mm-hmm. label. It's just it just is what I don't even know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I get somehow, you. somehow like he, like I feel like the film kind of covered all of that too, of just mm. You know, having this identity, but also a sense of lostness of like who you really are. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I think you can see that with um, with Sonny, right? Like, because he's he he was he's undocumented, and he you know he wanted to do all these things, but then but then he couldn't because he's undocumented. But then at the start of the well, so like close to the beginning of the movie, he's like, no. We don't, before we find out he's 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 undocumented, um, he he has a line where he says like you know New York is like home for me, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, so you can kind of like see that 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 sort of like <laughs> crisis in identity because while he's grown up in New York and while he was born in New York, like he can't do he can't do the things that Americans can do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it was, it was, I'm curious to like, I know, you know, because you live in New York and I've lived in New York and, and we have this attachment to it. Like we can see this, we, we, we can, we can, we can see that quote unquote, the movie does um, really well in terms of capturing the um, the essence of it, um, especially in that neighborhood. I'm curious as to like what people who've never been to New York or know of that neighborhood what they think of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing that strikes me of this film because I grew up on Staten Island, mm. not like the Heights. Um, no <laughs> <laughs> definitely not like the heights and i feel like there are people who live on staten island who probably never been to the heights and have no idea what the heights is like hmm. i definitely met people from new york that i wouldn't quote new yorkers from parts of new york that i'm not going to name right now that <laughs> have have thought that the heights was the reference of a reference to brooklyn heights like i'm not kidding you like i've heard that so it's like 
there's a lot of people out there who don't know that this world exists, which is really fun. <laughs> yeah, I know you're giving me that face. I I I have the same face too. Like, excuse oh, me, hi- the heights? Brooklyn Heights. Okay, I mean, <laughs> could not be worlds apart. <laughs> fuck out of here oh my god <laughs> <laughs> literally could not be worlds apart yeah i can't oh my, <laughs> my stomach just turned my my yoga <laughs> out <laughs> oh god um but i wonder i wonder one thing that that did strike me was the cultural thing mm. and i wonder maybe if if people can't relate to city life or um different cultures coming in the diversity of city life mm. um i'm sure it'll be like new to them or it's different to them it's educational for them but also like there is a sort of i i, I think the relativity of of the of the cultural like identity lostness was very interesting it, it wasn't just reference only for new yorkers mm. and like i wonder if people can like once they relate to that it's it's like they have a better understanding of like what yeah going through i mean when it comes to like the city and like new york it's like i'm sure i I don't know i don't really know like what how people would take it but i'm sure it would be like more of an educational sort of movie for them that like yeah like this this whole world this whole universe exists here Mm, some people really don't know it's kind of crazy that yeah that i've definitely met people who like never knew that (laughs) there was a whole world up there for sure it's like it's kind of amazing i mean Oh. So wait, oh okay, and then oh my god. The uh the character of Abuela. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh my god. Played by <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Played by Olga Maradis. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, she was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like that number before she like before she just, before she dies. Oh my god, it's so so good. Yeah, <laughs> and such a tearjerker. And like because she you know she tells the whole, she tells her whole life story in that in that one song. Yeah, I have to say all the numbers were really good. They were all, they were all very very good. Sometimes like I watch musicals and like there'll be a few that's not that great or. Hmm. You know, there's there's mm. some that are really good, but like in this one, they were all pretty powerful in its own way. Mm. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite scene it was it's so minor. It took like it took up like two minutes of the movie was um the battle between Mr. Softy. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> what is this? It was so stupid and so funny. I was like, this is so random. <laughs> <laughs> it was so random, but it was so it was so like true like you, you see these guys with their cards and then you see the mr softy guy and the guy but, like uh the the, the driver of mr softy was like giving him like that look like ah, like yeah I'm but the, <laughs> does that happen though i've never like would that happen i mean i never seen rivalry between <laughs> but it's like it is i, I definitely so like so, uh, I, I growing up in brooklyn like my family would always take me to um, like like Fifth Avenue in Brooklyn and Chinatown in Brooklyn and all of that. And like those are like smaller neighborhoods mm. and like more um, you know, like more community like neighborhoods. And we would always get um like the like the ICs like from you know the car guys. Like that that's where we would mm. always get the ice creams and and like or our ICs or pops or whatever. And then like at some point, like I would start to see like the the ice cream trucks. 
but like my parents never went to them ever they would always go to the oh. older guys because like you know they were probably like fathers or you know some yeah. women some totally. and stuff and like I I always wondered too I'm like I wonder if there was like a ride I never I never knew if there was one or not but <laughs> if I ever saw like one of the two like a few yeah. <laughs> but it was just funny You're the way right. they portrayed it like it was yeah that's really funny <laughs> And he's just singing, he goes into the bus and he's singing and just... <laughs> right? Yeah, I was like, what is going <laughs> It was so random, I loved it. It was very random. What did you think, what did you think of like, what did you think of the ending though? The, just sort of like the, the climax of the movie. What did you think about that? Um, Like the very end when they do the close-up on the little girl? Just... Well... The last, just like the last, like 10, 10, 15 minutes of the movie. I liked it. Yeah. I don't see. I, I, I liked it, although parts of it sort of felt like kind of like cobbled together. I mean, like it seemed almost there too... was some sort of like cheesiness factor to it. Yeah. yeah. But they, I mean, they have to end it on a very optimistic and positive. I guess so, because it's a musical. Oh. <laughs> yeah, half hours long with a musical, they have to like end in a very like upbeat, you mm. know, roller coaster ride. Um, mm. It did feel a little cheesy to me, but like not, not, um, I still liked it. I liked mm. it a lot. I see what they were trying to do. It's like, I mean, you also have to remember too. I mean, I don't know. I never, I haven't read any or seen any interviews or behind the scenes of this of this uh film but also it's like you know the heights i mean they are they're not it's not a, a neighborhood of privilege no um you know a, a lot a lot of like these a lot of people who like live there for generations i mean they don't have the same privileges as other neighborhoods no. in the park. i'm being very nice no. saying this but um <laughs> um you know, when it comes to like education, jobs, you know, like gentrification, like all of that stuff. And um, how do you wrap up a movie about a neighborhood that is kind of like slipping through the cracks? Yeah, that's true. You know, and like also a lot of people who live in these communities or these neighborhoods, um, you know, they're hanging on by a thread because they even say it in the beginning of the movie, like, mm. oh, we're mm. not poor, but like we're, we're all, we're, and rents are going up, but we're still hanging on. And it's like they really are. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, because because it does say that New York's getting expensive, more expensive um, uh, every day. And, and they're not uh, they're not getting the best jobs. Like right, getting, right. Like, and like, look how look how much they get beaten down. I mean, the the young girl that's going off to college that came back, she said that she mm. searched. It's like yeah, like anywhere they go out into the world like they're automatically targeted you know so it's a very demoralizing mm. yeah. <laughs> place to be yeah. because the outside world is just kind of pushing them into a corner mm. how do you mm. end up film like that mm. and that's true how do you make people feel like to, to to stay prideful of who they are and to be proud of where they're coming from or mm. or if they have left the heights like to be proud of it and how to also support that because sometimes I feel that about places in New York too. You know, it's like I, I get very territorial about certain places in New York that isn't, you know, a Dumbo or Williamsburg <laughs> or an Upper East Side. Like I, I get very territorial of places that are 
you know, like that are very authentic and quiet and it's mm. as a small community and they've been there for generations and families have been there in generations. And it's just like, how do you end a movie like that? It's hard. I imagine mm. that must've been really hard to like come up with a conclusion and to also yeah. make it really yeah. positive. Although, no, that, that is true. Although uh, the, 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 um, I kind of like what what I kind of like what they did with the bodega at the end. That was like that's mm-hmm. actually kind of cool, mm-hmm. um, um, but sort of like a half clothing shop was kind of random. <laughs> yeah, but also a lot of those like. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see the hustle. I see it. I see you. <laughs> a lot of those stores though, in those kind of neighborhoods, they're like that. Like I, I go to in in uh, in Queens. Um, there is a place that. It's recently called Little Guyana, but my family, we don't call it that. We just call it Liberty Avenue. And it's just literally a neighborhood of Trinidadians, Guyanese, like all West Indians. And some of their shops are like, because they're not necessarily bodegas. They have mm-hmm. bodegas and then they have like shops that are like half, like, like a, it's like a, like a, a half hardware store and half grocery store or half like. Really? I've bed. never seen that before. Oh, I've, never, yeah, definitely <laughs> I've never seen that before okay. it's not so eloquently put like in the movie when they did it in the movie i'm like that looks nice but <laughs> <they don't> look <laughs> that looks nice yeah <laughs> um, i definitely see that yeah so it's a hustle it really is a hustle it really no, that's true and then what's also funny talk, uh, talking about like uh, apartments and stuff when 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 she goes downtown to like you know um, given the 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 contract to the real estate agent, the real estate agent is like, you need, to, you need to show that you have like um, forty times the okay. red. And I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck is that? Okay, you know, I was I was um because while I was watching the movie, I was kind of doing some side work for my job, and that moment I was like, did she say forty? No, I heard wrong. I heard wrong. I'm pretty it's sure she 40. said more, and I didn't rewind it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I thought she said, no, it, it's totally it, it's forty. Like it's yeah. absolutely insane that yeah. No, yeah, yeah. If you have someone um, to co-sign the apartment for and you, forgot, like yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to have like forty times the the uh, they have to have a salary that's forty times the rent of the apartment, which is like who? And she said it so nonchalantly too. She's like, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> she moved on to the next person. <laughs> yeah, and she moved on to the next person. It's like what? <laughs> And the woman's just standing there, like, uh. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, so that one, I was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And Struggle's also, real. <laughs> it's real. That's real. Yeah. It's, it's you know a couple of years ago before um before COVID, like this is way before COVID era. Um, there are a lot of articles that are popping up about you know what's going to happen to New York in the future because. It seems that, I mean, I don't know what it's like right now. Obviously COVID had, has affected the situation even more, but I remember reading these articles like years before of questioning like, is New York gonna become a ghost town? Because even though the rent is skyrocketing and all these infrastructure, like all these buildings, all these like, you know, these uh, luxury apartments are being built there it's it's not being occupied 
right by many people like a lot of these apartment apartments like or buildings they're they're kind of empty or they're they're all, they are empty like that 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 tower that the yeah, tower of, par- of apartments really yeah, one, yes. <laughs> the, the really ugly one exactly yeah the penthouse 143 million no one's buying it so it's like the question is kind of like what's going to happen to new york if like if 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 it's only driving people out but not bringing people in yeah because if if it were bringing people in then like yes like everything's just going to change and the culture's going to change but then if people are leaving but like no one no one's coming like what's going to happen mm. to the city and not but really yeah happen. you're right you're, you're right though even before covid that was happening even before covid like yeah. you know just like shop fronts are closing closing because rent is skyrocketing but then covid happened and then everyone was like fuck this i'm not being stuck in a in a shoebox apartment um and not being allowed to go out um i'm just gonna like you know <laughs> go to country and then people had a taste of that and were like uh why the fuck was i living in new york to begin with well, also not even just not even just the rent skyrocketing but if you're if people are leaving and no one's coming in yeah. or, or or a smaller amount of you know people are coming into the city and living there mm. business is not going to do well right no right even no you're that, right yeah yeah i mean that, 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 that's what i'm saying it was sort of like get it was getting bad before yeah. covid and now that covid's happened slash happening um yeah like what is gonna happen to yeah, and, and the article that i read i i feel like it was from the new york times or the post i can't remember which one but i remember the the person writing specifically that even though it's trying to at, uh, attract a wealthier crowd the thing about people who are wealthy is that they stay in their zone right it's like let's say like for example, I used to work for a skincare company back in 2012, 2013. And the woman that I worked for, she was, uh, you know, New York Jewish, born and raised in the Upper East Side. She never left the Upper East Side. Oh. Even to, to, uh, to go out for dinner or, or to, to do anything, really, she never went below Midtown. And the only time she ever did that was for like an event, like, like, like during fashion week and things like that. Yeah. But she never left the Upper East Side. Like all of her meetings took place in the Upper East Side, hanging out after work, Upper East Side, taking her daughter places, Upper East Side. It was all in one area. And like the article was kind of talking about people like that. Like people who are usually wealthy in New York, they stay in their zone and they go to the same restaurants over and over again. They shop in the same boutiques over and over again. And like, I mean, everyone has like their habit, right? Like obviously when I lived in Brooklyn, I stayed within East Williamsburg most of the time, but like there were times mm. where I did venture out, right? But like mm. these people don't really do that. They just kind of like, that that target audience stays within their realms. So mm. even if you have people who are wealthy coming into New York, they're not going, they're not gonna contribute as much to these businesses. They're only gonna stay in their zone. Yeah. So it's not even it's it, it's not it's nonsensical basically it's like it's not no. they're not going to help contribute to businesses in the east village because they're never going to go to the east village so it's just no. like no you're right you're right <laughs> i don't know it's like it's 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 a really bad strategy actually but mm. you know mm. but then again but yeah but then again like people aren't i mean the rents aren't going down enough to like 
kind of pull the people back right i mean, I mean it's, it's not even just the rent itself it's just like even like yes like rents are high but would it be different if people were paid differently you know? oh yeah it's like the not even just like the, the amount of jobs but like salaries are low mm. people who work in restaurants are constantly exploited mm. you know like minimum wage in new york city is laughable like why do we even yeah 15 bucks right or something stupid like that it's like great what are we going to do with that and when when 20 percent of that goes to the tax man exactly so it's like it doesn't nothing is aligning with one another it's just yeah 20 percent of that to the tax and then on top of that you have like you know just your everyday fucking day-to-day living it's like it's not even yeah, and even like with that character, uh, the college student, um, her name is blanking right now, but um, in the movie, when she said that she got searched in in her dorm room, you know, the 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 level of prejudice that happens in this world, it makes it harder for people to pursue their dreams and their career mm. or, or anything in life, really, if they're constantly being pushed back in a world mm. that, that doesn't want them. You know, mm. it's like, and it's not saying in my perspective as like a person of color and like for you, I'm sure like, you know, as minority as well, it's like, I, I always say like, you know, keep pushing through and striving through because people are going to hate you anyways. Like it's not, mm. that's, that's never going to change, but it is kind of, it is kind of, you know, upsetting and degrading to feel that, yeah. to feel like yeah. oh, I'm trying to like better my life and trying to go to the school to get my education, to, you know, move on and move forward and bring my family forth and like have them rise mm. above and, and the world is saying like, fuck you constantly. It's, yeah. yeah. When she said that at the table, I felt it. I was like, I've never been searched like that the way she said it, but I think it's not even about her being searched. It's like her being targeted. Yeah. Immediately. No, for sure. Fucking white people. <laughs> 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 and the fact that like the damn necklace was in the bag i'm like you bitch <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly in the fucking bags like you at least oh. offer an extensive apology and like embarrassment towards the person that you just searched you know something like fuck like i'm so i am such an asshole like you know, it's like, oh. I get it. Like, people do stupid shit, but, like, follow up with, like, recognizing how dumb you were. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I totally for- yes, I totally forgot that the fucking necklace was in the damn bag. Oh. God, yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. Fucking white people. Jesus. I can't. And you know they were white. Like, you know they were, like, Yeah, like, when she said white it, white as like, fuck. <laughs> I pictured that, and I'm like, and I'm glad that they didn't, they didn't mention it, right? I don't think they did. They didn't mention it, but we all knew. We all knew. We all, <laughs> we knew. all that knew. Was, that was a Karen or a Susie. That was Karen's definitely a Karen. Karen's daughter. <laughs> that was a definitely Karen in the making. Karen Sr. and Karen fucking Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh, but yeah, I, you know, bless this film for coming out. Everybody in the world needs to watch it. Yeah, it was really, really good. But although, actually, like, uh, I, I told segue. I asked this because I've been seeing a lot about. Is it really hot in New York right now? Oh yeah, you know, I I forgot to mention that when I was watching the film, 
it was so fucking hot here <laughs> that I was like, oh my God, I feel the pain. And also, uh, not last night, but the night before, uh, we lost power in the house for, for just an hour, not that long. It's really oh, right. hot. Yeah, because yeah, like, because I. Right now, I've been seeing people talking about like how they got like amber alerts about conserving energy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there right now? There's some, there's <laughs> some neighborhoods in, in uh, Staten Island that lost power because it's not only just hot, it's like the humidity is really strong. Oh, and wait. I mean, like, it's always like this every year, though, but is this year particularly bad? Oh, I don't think so. Not in my oh, opinion. Okay. I mean, oh. Okay, I mean, every like, summer it gets it gets really hot. Yeah, here, here's the thing, Hanji. Every year, people always say, "Oh, this is the worst snowfall we've had this year." Oh, well, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the rain that we had this year. Oh, this is the hottest summer we had this year. Every year, I hear that. That's true. No, that's true. <laughs> but I feel like I, I I I feel like I'm seeing more people, especially today, talking about today slash yesterday in the past 24 hours, talking about like the weather, the, like the hot weather in the city, and I'm like. But it's always hot in the city. Is it exceptionally hot today? Like what? I mean, also people weren't really outside last year compared to this year. That is very true. That is very true. So we've forgotten what. Yeah. So what I was I was talking to like. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine like a few months ago about uh, Los Angeles because last year we went through a, a really heavy heat wave, but also we went mm. through the fires and everything, right? And. I, you know, I was asking some like Angelinos, like when I was there, like, oh, like, is it hot like this every year? And, and um, I've gotten a few responses that, oh yeah, like it's like this every year, but this year is the worst. And like, right. I was like, okay. And then um, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine in Los Angeles. And uh, when I was leaving, she said to me, uh, oh, it's gonna, it's a good thing that you're leaving because this year is gonna be so bad. We're getting all these heat waves. Oh. I looked at her and I said, well, we got heat waves last year. Like, <laughs> why are you so surprised that we were getting heat waves? And you got heat waves the year before. Like, <laughs> as if it was like this big deal that like it's never happened before. And I'm like, girl, like it happens every year. Like, I, why? I don't under, do, do people forget that the year previously had happened? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, well. it's hot. It's, <laughs> it is hot here. But I just, I mean, it's not the worst summer, in my opinion, of heatness, you know. I don't know. Yeah. People are dramatic, Anji. Oh. Don't, don't chill. Maybe, yeah. It's like, yeah, we've oh had, how many times do, like, the, does the power go out when it gets really hot here? It's like it happens. I've never had, I've never had the power go New York had a, had a blackout, like, years ago, like, back in, like, how old was I? I can't remember. I think I was in junior high, but we, we had a, we had a big blackout. Oh, no, I've, I, I've never had I've never had one that since I've been there. Yeah, well, it doesn't always happen. It doesn't happen like throughout like the whole city. Like right now, uh, um, I don't know about today. I don't know if it's been restored, but neighborhoods or like some places in Staten Island lost power. But we lost power for like an hour in the middle of the night. Oh. And my oh. sister lost power too, but she didn't even notice until I told her. I was like, I think you did too. And she's like, you know what? You're right because I woke up in the middle of the night sweating, <laughs> and she was like, "I don't know why I was sweating, so I went back to sleep." <laughs> I said, "I'm pretty sure you lost power." Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> um, speaking of sister, that segues into our next movie that I'm dying to talk yes. about. Yes. So, 
I didn't the look mirror up, has two faces. Yeah, I didn't look up what this movie was about. The only reason why I wanted to watch it was because when I was in Miami a few weekends ago, my friend was watching it, but I was working while she was watching it. So I was catching bits and pieces and I was like, this movie sounds like it's really good. Yeah. So last night, um, my sister and I were hanging out and I was like, oh, hey, like, um, I'm supposed to watch this movie for my podcast tomorrow. Like, do you want to watch it with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. So we started watching it. And somewhere between like five to 10 minutes in, we stopped the movie and she was like, I really want wine. And I looked at her and I said, this feels like a movie where we have to drink a bottle of wine. Like, I think we need it. <laughs> right. it felt like there's something like, I think, I think it was the moment when um, Barbara Streisand was, had that whole, uh, was teaching about like love and sexuality between couples. Oh my God. That that scene and that whole speech i was living for it i was like yeah, yes that's really positive we were like uh, they're like the the dialogue of this film is so amazing we mm-hmm. feel like we have to drink wine because it feels like a girl's night in sort of movie and yeah the feminine power of like that film was so strong so like oh for sure we oh, had sure. and we thoroughly enjoy the film i i felt like the dialogue of the film was incredible and like the acting was so natural and beautiful Mm -hmm. so so yeah I didn't know like I didn't know I knew it was going to be a romantic film but I didn't know what it was going to be about and to see I guess like two people trying to find love but trying to find it in a different way but avoiding the fact that it was it was true love was very fascinating to me (laughs) I know right like it was I was like God, can all dating be like this? Um, because like it was just like a platonic thing. Yeah, like friendship. And then yeah, it was just like a friendship. Yeah. And and then he threw he went and threw a curveball and wanted to get married. I was like, okay, this. Uh, I mean, he thought I was like, okay, this kid not end well. Um, yeah. But but yeah, the, the 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 way they went went the route they took was very interesting and like the whole putting an ad out in the paper and stuff I was like oh great um but also like how um Claire um Rose's uh, Rose's sister uh, Barbara Streisand's sister like answered the ad for her I was like okay yeah yeah like I was like tell me what you think about your sister (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, their whole family dynamic was interesting. Oh my God, the whole family dynamic is so fucking funny. It was really funny. Some of it was kind of relatable. Some of it was just really uh-huh. hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, but going back to um, Jeff Bridges' character, which by the way, he was so cute in the film. He was so right? dumb. I'm like, what's <laughs> with this guy? Like, he's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, he was such a, oh, he was so dorky. He was so sweet <laughs> and oblivious. But, I, you know, what I found fascinating about him, his character and the actor himself that, that you know, that played this character is that you really saw in the very beginning that he did fall in love with Rose, that he was absolutely in love with her, but like mm, he mm. didn't even know it himself mm. or like he wasn't coming to that realization, but it was there mm. the whole time. And like, do you feel like maybe he was in the he was in denial, or was he or was he only just in denial for that one bit where she like seduced him? I think it was a form of um, denial and avoidance because he was projecting 
his past relationship on Sue, their marriage, mm. saying that like sex is going to ruin everything. But that's not necessarily the truth. The reason why it was ruining everything with the last woman was because it just wasn't working out between them. Like they weren't in love. It wasn't a love relationship. Yeah. They were not a good <laughs> And match. she was cheating on him. <laughs> she was cheating on him. Yeah. But like realistically, they just weren't a good match and they weren't friends mm. at all. Like they didn't have that that sort of relationship that 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 um platonic relationship. They weren't even friendly to each other. Yeah. And that's why it didn't work. But for him, he just placed that 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 learning experience as well it doesn't work for anybody like it it ruins relationships and when he heard a part of her speech like he kind of took that because he's a mathematical you know black and white sort of like guy like he took that literally like literally like oh like that's what she meant means like sex is it's gonna ruin Mm. everything like it doesn't work Mm. Mm. i think like that like I feel like that was just kind of him avoiding and fearing also what it could be with her because that if he had that with Rose then it's like well yeah because you guys are a good match so like that's why it would work <laughs> yeah yeah no but also <laughs> do you think do, 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 do you think um, the character of Rose gave him too much time like you know after that concert or even during that concert when he's waving that fucking device in her face. Um, and then at, outside after after the concert's over, he's 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 rambling at her about something. Do you feel like at that point you would have just like be done with it? Like, nope. Well, what's interesting about Rose's character, which oh my god, I loved her character so much. I related yeah. so heavily to her when it came to her knowing what her place is in life because of her looks plays mm, a huge mm. role in my life. Mm. So like that whole sequence, like when she's talking to her mom about like beauty and everything, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. Like it's just, <laughs> it was so real and it yeah. made sense as to why she was living the life that she was living. And you're right. Like he, I think she was giving him too much time and space without expressing herself. Cause I feel like, she said in the end that like, oh, like you just took advantage of me because I'm a desperate older woman and mm. you're the only man that that gave me a reason to, to marry like you because you're the only one that asked for a marriage because the other guy, uh, Claire's husband, didn't give her a chance, even though they, they, they met first and like she fell in love with mm. him, right? Mm. So I feel like you know, that's like a flaw in her character where, because she's quote-unquote older, quote-unquote desperate, um, and because, like, he's the only man that offered her marriage, it's like, yeah, she would give him, she would allow yeah. him time and space. True. Unfortunately, like, I hate saying it. Like <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, God, that's too, unfortunate, right? yeah. Because yeah. if I were her age and, like, not dating... Or or barely dating, or would you w- w- would you w- would you sort of follow the same path? Like if, if if a guy like asks you for like a platonic friendship, would you just know. Like, yeah sure? I mean, I'm 31 going on 32, right? So it's like that's a lot of time before before her age. Like I don't know what her age was in the in the movie, but it was it definitely wasn't early 30s. It was like late mm. 30s, I think. Because well, <laughs> not that much better. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, right? Because his ad did say uh, over 35, so I don't know what age they were. 
Uh-huh. I, I got the I got the idea that they were in, in their forties for some reason or early forties, but yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if like I I, I have no idea. Right. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. I, either I'm like, Fair would I be living, desperate enough? The thing is, or like, would I just play fuck it? Yeah, it's even though that movie was in the '90s, and it's like we are living a different time, and like a lot of people are choosing to be either single or being married later in life and, and stuff like that but at the end of the day I think there are some things that ring true I mean do 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 women need men to to, to have to call them beautiful right it's like in order right. for a woman to feel beautiful and it's like not really but like when you're in love with someone yes that's a great thing to hear because it took him to the very end of the movie to say that you're beautiful and me and my sister we're drinking our wine we're drinking our damn wine and we're like just tell her she's beautiful yeah. just like yeah. we were screaming at the tv in the entire uh, film. <laughs> like just just fucking tell her sure. and he yeah like, exactly <laughs> exactly but um but the, 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 there were a couple of bits in it i was like oh god this is so weird um well you know actually oh, wait, the, the, the the bit I really loved actually was actually at the very end when they're you know on the street and they're making out and they're making out to like sunrise or it's like okay yeah. sure not realistic but but it was the one of the the um the neighbors singing Puccini or yeah. lip singing to Puccini yeah, yeah. I was like oh I love that oh yeah, yeah. one of my favorite oh. scenes and we had to rewind it because I just died laughing was um the night of their marriage when they first got married and they they were sitting on their beds and she went up to the tv screen to choose a tape to, to play yeah like oh choose lawrence of arabia but in the, back, one, in the yeah. background he's out of focus but you see you see his like the the remote on his lap and it looks like he's holding oh really yeah you have you have to watch it again like you have to like watch that little scene. oh my god i did not notice in the background he's holding the, the remote like on his, on his lap like this uh-huh. he's, like, holding his penis that's like fully erect oh that's hilarious and she, she tells him like oh like we'll choose lawrence of arabia and she was like i don't know she said something about the tape in the vcr and oh he no he, her, he, he said oh no he said because he said choose Lawrence Arabia, that's that's a that's a long one. And then she sort of like yes. rolls her eyes a little bit. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. she's taking the tape out and he goes, just put it in, right? Put it in, yeah. Is that what it is? Is that what yeah, you yeah, meant? Yeah. You just stick it in. And then she's like <laughs> They're having that whole dialogue and he's literally holding the remote. Oh my god, I did not notice that. Fucking hilarious. Cause I was like screaming at my sister. I was like, oh, I was like, do you see that? Do you see what's happening there? And she was laughing. I'm like, I have to rewind that. And I re- I rewound the whole scene again. And he's literally oh holding it like his penis. And we were just dying laughing. We were like, that's Yo, funny. The filmmakers of this movie is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like every opportunity. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't notice that. I'm gonna have to watch that yeah. again. Go back to Netflix and like just go back to that scene and watch it. It's it's yeah. just really funny. Because I, I yeah. noticed that in that movie they did that a little bit where they there was a lot a lot of these like sexual nuances like in the cinematography. Hmm. That's like kind of hidden. And they do it so well in the film. Like I don't know what it was, but hmm. yeah, it was just so funny. Yeah. I- no, it was the, driving the, me crazy the, though. Like the, the the sexual tension between the two was driving me so insane. There was like also no, just fuck already, Jesus. There was a part <laughs> in the movie I can't remember what part it was. It was somewhere towards the end. Oh no! Or was it the part where she tried to seduce him? I can't remember. But I was telling my sister, I was like, I was like, Shao, like I'm sweating. 
And she said to me, I know it's really hot out. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm sweating because of the movie. Not because yeah. Of the hot out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was driving me crazy. And he was driving me crazy too. Like, yeah, I was like, just fucking get on with it. Jeez. Yeah. Or at least like, like talk to her, you know? Like, mm. I think that's one thing. I don't know. Like, even when she said to him in the morning, like, oh, like, um, are we going to have sex tonight? Yeah. And instead of talking to her, like he went directly to his friend and it's like, dude, just, just fucking talk to her about it. <laughs> you idiot. You know, yeah. like instead he kind of blew up on her, like after she seduced him. And I know, right. What a shitty ass fucking move. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. And it's like, dude, Men. she's not seducing him just to objectify him. She's doing it because she like loves him. And like, yeah, he, completely disregarded the fact that like she was feeling emotional about it for a reason and instead of like asking her he like blew up on her and then he asked her the question in the very end after blowing up on her and it's like it's too late mother and then he's like talk to me rose like when she goes into the bathroom and i'm like it's too late like you just yeah you like- fucked this up <laughs> <sighs> no for sure yeah no he's kind of annoying <laughs> yeah the, the, the whole the whole relationship between her mom and her sister and how their lives played out it was very interesting because i i liked that there were so many topics that were brought up you know for example like when her and the mother were talking at the breakfast table towards the end and the mother brought up the fact that you know her in her life looking back on her life she settled yeah and like now as an older woman, she's like a child again that she gets to experience life, but she kind of can't because she's too old. Even though in the end she was like dating another guy, you know? So it was like, okay, she's still playing. Like, I love her character, but you know, it, it is an interesting topic because I, um, you know, recently, like I, not only did I go through a breakup, but my, my boss and my coworker, they're in their fifties and they both recently got divorces. Before, oh, like just before, wait, like they, they're in separate relationships, right? Yeah, they're separate relationships. Yeah, oh, okay, they divorced, oh, they're like together. oh my bad, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they divorced their husband, <laughs> one of 18 years and one of 30 years. Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, I remember, but before moving to um, back to New York, um, leaving LA, I had dinner with the both of them, and they were telling me their stories, and like. You know they're giving me advice and stuff because I just went through a breakup and um I just looked at them and I was like how did you guys do it for that long like how I mean I commend you both for for actually going through the divorce because some people they don't do that you know but good for you but like how and they were saying they're like you know you have to understand that in their times like that's just what people did they just got married Oh. Like that, that's oh. just, that was just like the next step you know like you get your education or you get your degree or whatever once you graduate or even while you're in you know you're in school like you get married you have kids like that's just what people did that's crazy and like watching that scene of the mother talking to her daughter saying that she was like jealous of her daughter because she realized that she settled in life and like here she is at that age and she had this whole life behind her and the entire time she just settled 
Yeah. And now she can't even like live life. Although, even though she said it in that moment, it wasn't true because in the end she was ending up living life, right? So, mm. um, and then the whole like, the whole topic of, of beauty was really interesting because- Rose, The whole makeover bit, yeah. Yeah, Rose was saying like, you know, the reason why people are living the lives that they are living is just based on like how they look. But then the mother reminded her like, no, like you're actually beautiful too. Mm. So like, mm. you don't have to live that life of what you're living or what you believe yeah. in. And she ends up going through the whole makeover and like working out and like eating. I know, right? I was like, well, it makes me want to work out. And, and um. it's like, and I love that because it's like, I know people like, there's this like whole topic about, you know, it's ridiculous that women have to wear makeup or dress differently in order to seduce men and stuff like that. And it's like, what I saw in that that sequence, though, it was more like she was just embracing her womanhood. Mm. And it was just mm. so beautiful. And she was sexy. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, and, and, and she was doing it for herself, right? She wasn't yeah. doing it for a man or like for and she else. was She was beautiful before. It wasn't like she went through a major transformation. Right, right, right. Yeah. Herself. Like, she still was, like, her face was the same. Like, she didn't do anything mm. drastic. It was just she was still mm. herself and she still looked beautiful. And um, I love the fact that she rejected Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Is that a freaking... So, okay. So the sister's wedding, Clara's wedding, and at the reception, she was hooking up with the random guy, right? Like, was... Yeah, the, the masseuse. He was massaging her. <laughs> I, was like, I was like... I was like, Pierce Brosnan, come on. Like, surely you can, like, keep tabs in your, wife, like, your reception. He was also, like, affectionate with other women, too. I know. Also, what the fuck relationship is this? They st- it's funny how the film started that so early. Yeah, they didn't cover up anything. I, I remember watching it. And I was like, oh, I guess. And for a 1996 film, I was like, that's very for that's very like kind of forward thinking. Yeah, yeah, it is. It <laughs> it's is. a very bold move to make in a '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. Where everyone cheats on each other and like what? <laughs> <laughs> And like the the wife on her wedding night is having it off with a masseuse. Uh, okay. Yeah, and after that, all she did was complain about her husband that he was like always there. Yeah, yeah, she just complained about her husband all the time. I wake up and he's like there having breakfast, staring at me. I'm like, well, <laughs> you live with him, so I don't know. Yeah, right. It's like, so why did you get married? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that was a good but one. no that was a very it was a very nice film it was very it was it was very heartwarming i love yeah it was very very nice yeah and there was something like i think in the middle of the film um my sister and i like we took a break to like get something to eat and i told like, we were drink, drinking what red red wine and i was like i feel so cozy watching this film because yeah there is something about new york because it started off in the winter season right and like yeah. I'm like, oh my God, there's something. I just, I love winter in New York. It's, it's like, magic. It is magical. It is like something yeah. out of the fucking movie. It's, it is the most magical season in, in the city. I don't know what it yeah. is. I mean, I hate the fucking cold, but when it snows in New York, uh, and like uh, before the snow turns to slush, like that bit is like beautiful. It's like fucking is, watching. Christmas it's like out of home alone. Oh my God. <laughs> and the funny thing is like, I, so I'm I'm planning to go back to 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 LA to live there sometime next year or the year after I haven't really figured it out but um, mm. mostly next year but 
uh, I've been asked several times like, oh, are you going to move this year? And I'm like, no, because, you know, this summer I'm going to like, you know, travel a bit, hang out. And like, after that's the fall season, I'm probably going to travel more. And then after that, honestly, it's going to be winter in New York. Like autumn and winter in New York. Like I'm not moving to LA during autumn. Yeah, and winter oh, fall in New York. Oh, God, everything's just going to be like orange. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. Right. Yeah, and you're coming back. Yeah, so it's like and I'm coming back. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about that. We were like, there's something so magical about it, and like, mm-hmm. and I love that they went into um into spring and they went to Central Park and like everyone's like being affectionate and like yeah. and I'm oh, like, I'm not bothered about spring in New York. And I'm like, oh, but I love Central Park and, and, and New York. Yeah, Central Park. Yeah. I'm like, and you know, just walking in the park and the bridge and everything. Everyone's there. It's just yeah. <sighs> yeah <laughs> another good new york movie um it is a very good yeah i did feel very you're right it was a very cozy cozy um um movie yeah yeah and definitely addressed a lot of topics too yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think you know and i want to get your opinion on this because they talked about this but like in the end she did say what she really wanted in a relationship that she wants like the passion and the madness and the craziness because it feels great and like, you know, I was telling my sister, I'm like, you know, I, I just don't, I just can't have a relationship without the physical touch, even like mm-hmm. sex and like, not just, not just sex. Cause I think people get confused with like, you know, physical touch, affection and sex, but it's like, it's all of it, you know, it's yeah. like, like you need to touch your partner. You need to be affectionate, even the hugs, because like when they, before they had sex, like when they were giving each other hugs, they were patting each other on the back. Like, 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 yeah, I, like I was like, okay, what is this? <laughs> like, like, no, like I, I want to touch my partner centrally. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to be sensual. And like, it's not the most important part of the relationship, but it definitely is as important, you know, as, the emotional and mental and spiritual and soulful connection that's like agreed yeah yeah, yeah. i mean and, and and if the sex is bomb that's even better um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if i'm trying to think like if i i don't know if i, if I know any any relationships or friends who have really or or anybody who was in a relationship has had bad sex with someone that they are in love with or love because i guess if you love them, oh God. actually i'm um, yes I, yes i i i i'm curious about that too because like because then like oh you're in love sure you're in love with them but does it mean they're like terrible in bed as well or well, I guess if you love with them, then you love having sex with them. So it's good sex, right? I guess. <laughs> or maybe you love them, you love the other parts of them that that make up for the bad sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm curious. Right? That, 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 I, I, I feel like that would break a few relationships. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it also depends like, on the kind of love it. I mean, I guess the, the if it is a really true loving relationship, because it is true, like how... Um, the highest form of love actually is a spiritual connection without the physical connection, right? Like, and she even says oh, that in the film too. That sounds that really like, boring. Yeah, so but she even said that in the <laughs> film too, and that that whole speech that like the perfect unionship is actually people who come together and who don't get involved physically. Yeah. 
but it's like obviously the drama is like not there like mm. Mm. yeah I don't know my sister and I talked about it a little bit and I was like so I- then do you think so then do you think they lasted together for a long time um or not because I, I think, think I, I, I think so yeah I think so I, yeah I think it lasts for a while and then the relationship like, and the sex <laughs> Wow, that's what I mean. So the relationship lasts for a while, and then yeah. like after a while, it's like, oh, the sex is like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess as you age, that also plays a factor in it too. If you're like eighty mm. years old, like, mm. <laughs> I, yeah, saying, I, they don't, I mean, I'm not saying that eight year olds don't have sex, but it's like I'm sure <laughs> the 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 uh, the physical vibrancy of it probably mm. but, but your curiosity is is right though i mean like if w- w- when you're married to 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 someone in the future like would you when it comes to the sex would you be comparing the sex with him to the best sex that you've had or not <laughs> i mean sometimes the best sex that you've had is usually with someone that's not that great like as a human as, being, as a human being agreed yeah. agreed <laughs> I, the best sex that I've had, I mean, the human being, he was a great human being, but him and I would have never been. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Actually, there's 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 a few best sex I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> there's not just one. Like, there's a few. got two <laughs> in my head, and I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> they go yeah. hands. Um, but either one of them, like, I would have never had a relationship. You would never mar- marry either of them? interesting they were nice guys i've like dated them and uh i was with them for a while but like i could tell that there was there was no not um, marriage material not that they weren't marriage material that like there was no partner like love partnership between the two Mm. like i don't know there was something about it that i I could tell i don't know how to describe Mm. that but it's like there were god complex deceited um white <laughs> oh, <stop it. laughs> they were not no 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 i'm not they were not they huh. honestly weren't bad guys at all we just weren't a match <laughs> oh, like, I, I, I say that because because it would apply to me um <laughs> and as you're saying that i'm like that sounds like your kind of guy Hanji. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <God complex. laughs> Um, I know the worst uh, sex I ever had and like the guys that attached that were attached to the worst sex I ever had they were definitely not compatible with me like, oh okay well that's, no, that's good you can forget about those yeah so forget those were like I don't even fantasize about them like they're just nope, they're completely nope. gone but... nothing worth fantasizing about there's more like fantasizing about how but how... I, I would say the guys that I had best sex with they were more aligned with guys that I would be interested in dating at the time it just didn't work out oh yeah well i mean yes um agreed oh god dating that's a whole other (laughs) the whole other podcast um (laughs) i can't i mean i i i've barely been doing that (laughs) um but uh yeah two like wonderful very different new york films yeah i enjoyed it very much so. I might have to watch. I might have to watch In the Heights again in Me a too. cinema, and I will have to rewind. The mirror has two faces to see Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges TV remote boner. 
You have to see that part. Like, it was just so that sounds like well, that sounds like that sounds planned, especially with the it whole dialogue and everything. That sounds planned. It definitely was planned. And the funny thing is that he's so out of focus, but you can see that doofy smile. <laughs> so it's just even funnier. His, I really liked his acting in this film. Yeah, he's really good. Him. I've seen him in other roles, but this one was just really, I don't know, his character. Like dorky and goofy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so weird. He's so weird. Thank you for listening to episode nine, a review of In the Heights and The Mirror Has Two Faces on the Every Shade podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram at Dark Brown Channel. 